Hello, Stephanie and Interabang. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Interabang. How's it going today? Good. I was just picturing, were you doing, what gesture did you just do to greet us? So it's very separate. It wasn't just a collective, like, greeting to both Interabang and I. Was it a wave, a handshake? It was uh, an extension I, I went rock climbing recently of my arm, not my oh. leg. <laughs> my of my left arm. I was I was stretching my forearm because I've recently gone rock climbing, and um, I realized I have no forearm strength. I'm okay with the shoulders and and the biceps and the legs. They're all good. It's just I'm a T Rex. I have tiny front arms. They do nothing. So comes in your legs. And, they are cramped and in pain. So I was trying to pass it off as a salutation, but also <laughs> um, some physical therapy. <laughs> like, you like lingered it for a bit there. So there's kind of obvious that you were just kind of like, oh, this actually feels good. It becomes something else. You meant it exactly. But you're like, oh, this actually feels feels kind of nice. And exactly. Um, maybe it's how about you? Maybe it's my silly mind. One more thing to add about that. One more quip there is that you, know, you say I was rock climbing. I like how we assume that it's like the recreational activity of rock climbing, and not like you just like running away, fleeing from a bear climbing or like rock climbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm not even worried. I'm, I'm not even worried about your life. I'm Thank like, oh, you. Yeah, she went to a rock climbing gym, but like, what if you were actually this past week escaping what about? from a bear? What uh-huh. about exactly? <laughs> and like, uh-huh. I'm just like, oh yeah, forearms will do that to you. They. They'll burn out quick, and you're like, no. I... But here's the thing: if if a bear were to climb up a rock, I mean, they can climb trees. You gotta get to that honey, you know, that sweet, sweet honey. So yeah. I'm sure they could climb you rocks know, if they really set their heart to it. Or those those goats that like the goats, the ones that like the, yes. the not the they like, sheep, they the like to lick salts, the lick so salts they on the dam, all the <laughs> they climb up through those ridiculously oh, steep things. Um, mountain goats they're not you know there's something they're not exactly mountain goats are they not mountain goats but they're like hooves but that's, are that's not what you were doing skills. uh no i was using a rope and a harness and was trying to take care of myself in a very safe manner but i had my own physical limitations i mean i guess they are mountain goats i did just look it up um that I would been, make sense you know i've, I've been good I, yeah what 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 what's michelle done this week i visited um the nat national arboretum near dc and i looked at the bonsai exhibit there Woo, the exhibit. Bonsai! i love very, those little trees very cool and it was neat because they had split up in different sections about okay. from different bonsai areas types of bonsai there's like the 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 bonsai that they um make straight sort of and it just kind of grows like a tiny oak tree it was like chinese asian and it was like then it was like american it was like split between that to show how like different cultures yeah exactly to see how it's integrated this this form of art so different cultures cultured their trees Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um and i it was neat just to, and of course this is just a few people who have donated their bonsais to the center um but it's always yeah i love to look at that and it's 
the perspective is always cool. The artistry, I don't know, you know, the time is amazing. I, one thing that stood out to me on the little placard underneath some of them, where it would say like the year that they've been. Like started growing. Yeah. Maybe started growing. It would be like, started to be like formed as in a special way. It would say in training since the year. And I don't know why it struck a little like tuning fork within me. And I'm like, what if I use that phrase towards myself? You're constantly in training or work in progress. I like to be a student of life. I don't know. I don't care how cliche that sounds, but I don't know why it hit me. I might cringe at this like in a six months and be like, that was so dumb. But it stuck with me at least through the week. And I just loved that phrasing of, uh, yeah, if someone's asked what year were you born? I'm like, I have been in training since my in know, training, your birth. In training for what? Like it kind of implies that there's something. Yeah, is that, does that mean you have a lot of potential? you're going to. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, I love that the idea is that beings potential. have potential, but potential has to be used or consumed in for what? <laughs> to or, what end? Exactly. Or is it suggesting that, that you know, I feel like I'm a student of life, but never a master because I don't want to feel like I'm like settled and comfortable sure. with anything. But then you don't want to claim expertise over anything. Right. In case there would be more, except my taste in cookies. Actually, no, I'd be always open to learning about that. I'd be, yeah, open. Like, to you mentioned more recently those, that, those butterscotch, butterscotch cookies. Yes, my gifted. neighbor has recently gifted me some um, oatmeal butterscotch cookies that are homemade, and I had never had butterscotch cookies. I do like oatmeal cookies, um, but these were surprisingly delicious and i'm not the biggest cookie fan so for me to appreciate was like yes this is, that is delicious i know michelle would devour them just completely they'd be gone within <laughs> in the front door the neighbors handing in the cookies and like a small paper bowl and they'd be gone <laughs> this is might not make it to my yeah getting back to my place for sure they, they wouldn't they wouldn't even be able to close the door and the cookies just crumbs at the point <laughs> 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 thank you very much gone i like to savor things but i don't do well at savoring sweet treats cookies. like cookies Mm-mm. i no. do like savoring things in life though but i've not been able to do that i also just learned recently another little dessert thing would be cool for mm. me and you know in addition to the butterscotch thing is um sour di- sour cream donuts mm. it's uh, a thing at least i was told from someone who used to live in the, in north dakota like mm-hmm. near the canadian border it's mm-hmm. those are something there and they have a different kind of overall taste to them taste and texture too i believe right yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah so bonsai trees in training since whatever year um what other phrases could you use i might want i was like thinking of trying to think of other things you could say other than i was born in i've been training since i've been originating (laughs) originated Mm, originated in year blah although i guess people expect generally a location rather than a a time formulated but in the in the 4d in the 4d plane you know Mm -hmm. you're very much originated in that specific year composed we do like music is that i was composed that's kind of like this is the date of my conception it's not something i'd necessarily prefer to bring up 
to the general masses unless I know them rather quite well. Yeah. For some reason, yeah, in training, I've been thinking since year. <laughs> That's not true. I'm not always thinking. And yet I hear people say I've been, you know, conscious since I was in the room. And I'm like, how, really? How, how do you know? Like how much of it is what you imagine it versus, you know, I don't know. Um, so some people genuinely perhaps could be, but I have no way of verifying. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, my mind started drifting. Yep, off. we can't. We kind of both went to different few states. Yes, the silence registers differently. Didn't tell a thing. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of something that recently happened for me. Um, I had, I had another question. Um, Indeed, that popped into my mind this week. How to phrase? Um, so again, not wanting to overgeneralize different cultures and the times or so, but I feel like, man, in our little sliver of oh, you, like United States Western perspective, more modern slice of life, yeah, slice of life. You know, there tends to be a general order of how things are done. You know, you have your childhood uh, in your life. You know, um, you know, you're born, you're a kid you're going to school, like through high school, and then you graduate. And sometimes you stay with your family or not, your parents. Um, that's like in your twenties is like, if you're gonna be going to, most people in general encourage to go to university um, or trade school or some kind of training thing for a profession. Mm-hmm. And then you get a job, but also during that time, like you're supposed to get married as well and start having children. And I mean, a lot of this is bound like biologically of like when you can have kids and whatnot. Um, but my curious question is like, what if you could just like order of operations here, PEMDAS, you know, please excuse me. My okay. dear, <laughs> what if we could just like swap things around a little bit? Like, is it really... Yeah. I understand why it's taking the university thing. I understand why it's encouraged that you go to university right after high school. Okay. To get specialized training and schooling in a specific topic to prepare you and qualify you for a job. But like mm-hmm. that aside, like as our brain, as our mind really best suited at that time to go to university what if we were, what if it was encouraging on a university, like in your fifties, like middle-aged, like, like what if it was encouraged at empty nesters, you still have kids and stuff in your twenties and thirties and forties. And then when you become empty nesters sure. in your middle-aged years, it's like, they encourage you to keep learning rather than you're just kind of remain to, static. Yeah. Yeah. I know that is a thing in, in some countries where they have like programs for adults to like, maybe not get a full on degree, but like, attend classes of some kind for like sure reading and stuff but what if that was where you're supposed to do your university years where you're encouraged to like have discussions and small cohorts and friends and live in a dorm then however would companies categorize you when you're trying to go into the workforce they're just taking any old high schooler 
they have no idea if you know their concentration is in water you know i feel like universities are a good way for people to be put into corners or you know categorized so that they can be packaged so nicely for For industry experiences although that said there are quite a few people who are able to go beyond what they you know whatever they've majored and you know kind of pursue their own path which big props to them and big props to those people who were able to take chances on the people who you know went forward and did stuff that was not on their resume their major per se does that make sense i'm speaking too generically if you're an english major right and then some science firm takes you even though you're an english major mm-hmm. big props to them big props to you for trying something out something out new and you'll never know if it works until you try oh for sure it's my philosophy in my own life but yes <laughs> i agree with you that uh i think people should keep learning i don't know if it should be mandated because some people's brains work differently at different ages you know could have early onset dementia at 50 or right whatever. that might not be a great idea yeah um, um and i think people have different learning styles too so like what um, may have worked in some you know university lecture halls it may not work with my brain or other people's brain you know just like different teaching styles but i don't know right. that's like there's more, the concept of a, even broader a, section of a gap year which some people do given that they're yeah. allowed like socioeconomically able to do that mm-hmm. either after high school or after university in their mid-20s or something mm-hmm. um before they maybe go into additional schooling or a job mm-hmm. or whatever. I usually hear gap years as more like adventures. Um, well, like you're, you're you know, really, to, it's, it's to a like high, see high, another high activity level. Yeah. Perspective of the world. You're not necessarily working, but usually I hear people like traveling during that year you're rather going. than You're not just chilling at home. Work. Yeah. Maybe some people do. I feel like that's the advertised way of gap years that you're like on the go. You know, just getting new quote unquote life experience. Traveling, you travel. Yeah. And stuff. But I don't know how much good that has done for people. I mean, it depends on the individual, certainly. Has it existed long enough? Has it, and do enough people do it that you can actually? analyze it a bit or because i've i've only heard of it from like the the traveling perspective but more like the frivolous traveling perspective like let's go to thailand during our gap year and it's some kind of like novel exotic experience rather than mm-hmm. you know like uh I'm, I'm using this as a learning opportunity to grow and you know, like become you know like study up on the skill that i never had a chance to explore in school i mean i guess to the extent traveling yeah you haven't had a chance to do that in school because you, you're in school but like you know, beyond that, like if you have aspirations to become a Wall Street person, um, I don't think Thailand's going to cut it, mate, unless you've got connections in Thailand that, you know, maybe, uh, I don't Perhaps. know. Or another thing with university, you know, tends to be three to five-ish years mm. um, for a bachelor's. Some people do their associates in one or two years or something. Yeah. But like, well, I think about, you know, like Henry Ford, he he designated the eight to five work days in the early 1900s, right? Mm-hmm. And like now we don't even question it. It's like, oh, that's that's just what it is. It's a typical work week. Yeah. Plus or minus. But like that's not necessarily 
that figure wasn't decided upon because it's like actually best for us as humans. It's like, cause it's business savvy. Sure. So I think about like for the length of time we're supposed to be in schooling and what breaks are allowed with like summer breaks on an acute level, but even like gap years or time between different stages of schooling, which would be best for people. But I guess that kind of goes back to what you were just saying about that could depend on just different learning styles and how people take mm. in information to really integrate knowledge and stuff. Um, so that's schooling, but like, okay, we did that a little bit. We can go back to that may- maybe later on. But like one thing to me is also like marriage or family family planning stuff. Like what if that could sure. be swapped around a bit? Eliminating okay. the whole biological urgency thing, but like where people are at in their lives, like. Sure. Um. What if we yeah, could push I mean, that push that back like 10, 15 years or like make it that be first and then you go to university. And, and to that effect, I feel like, you know, since like the 1400s when life expectancy was, was significantly shorter, it has been pushed back. You know, like girls were married off at age 14. Look at Romeo and Julia. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, she was, if not Romeo, she'd be married to Paris, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Granted, they're fictional, but, you know, uh, sign of the times, shall we say. Um, and uh now you know the average marriage age is just like mid young to mid 20s maybe even late 20s maybe 30s um if, apparently if you get married by 40 it's like you're a spinster <laughs> or a bachelor set for life you know whatever mm-hmm. whatever gender you prefer to be identify as or not identify whatever you know you know what i mean um and but I, I think there comes a certain maturity, and again, depends on the individual, um, that develops, you know, over the course of, like, the 20s and 30s. And I feel like even in the 20s, um, you, you're still, like, finding yourself. Like, yeah, you had a better idea than you were as a teenager. There's a lot of confusing stuff happening as a teenager, but still 20s and 30s, I feel like people are still identifying as big kids now in this in this generation like when i watch youtube videos people's in their 20s and 30s are like yeah we, we still have the same kid mentality right mm. um it's just that you know now we're paying taxes but like we're still very much you know <laughs> playing video games which you know growing up is is kind of like seems yeah, as a childish thing still considering yourself as an almost adult almost adult you're not quite there yet but other people might view you as like oh yeah you're well into your adult years or something yes yeah especially the younger ones the younger ones will always be like oh you you're old mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you're ancient and then, you know? and then they say oh you oh you just wait <laughs> yeah you young you you whippersnappers you, you just wait whippersnappers you just wait everyone you has false you. teeth yeah <laughs> everyone has dentures by, by, by 20 by 20 by 23 you have dentures yeah, you, you you walk with the cane, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. you get broken back. But we've talked about this, we, especially it, it struck a chord with me when you mentioned yeah, in your 20s, just where you're at, just taking in your 20s as an example. We did touch this a little bit way long ago uh, in our friendship episode. Oh, I'm going to do this back. to you. I'm going to do this to you because my memory is working a little bit better today. Okay, I'm mine's eat, like Swiss cheese, so that compliments. I've been, eat, I've been eating some blueberries. That's that's good. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, we touched on like been doing those Sudoku puzzles, Michelle. <laughs> in my Rubik's cube, in my Sudoku puzzles, <laughs> and I don't know what else it could be. Those crosswords. Those crosswords. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we did touch on like types of friendship in that episode a bit. And yeah. And Terabang, if you want to go check it out, I can't remember which number it is, yeah, but I want to say five. It is earlier on that we did about a year ago in the fall. Um, maybe that's what I'm remembering because it's like hitting that full annual circle. Bing, bing. Mm-hmm. I won't look it up to see if it was actually like around the five. Time. Please tell me if it's five. Yeah, I'll, it'll I'll be a miracle it. if it's five. <laughs> but types of friendship and one being of like those friends that just kind of are with you during a certain chapter of your life, whether it is due to your age or just due to what life experiences you're going through. Um, and I think, I don't know if we touched on this, extended it to this point, but I'm going to do it right now of how that could apply to partners, uh, like marriages, like, I mean, you would be in a monogamous relationship, but there would be this openness of, yeah, this, this kind of this openness of like, when one of the people start to shift to their, whatever next chapter it's fine for the relationship to dissolve back to like a close friendship or something. Um, uh, you're saying like if, if somebody has moved to a different, shifted to a different stage and you're not quite there yet or vice versa. Yeah. Um, maybe you weren't as close as you were before, but that's okay. Is that what My mind mean? is visualizing like Dang electron it. states. <laughs> okay. You just hop down. Yep. You know, you From hop like- down an electron state. You jump down from the was it the S is that the lowest level or D is the lowest level and then you go to the P level and that's a higher level yeah it's S P yeah. SPDF mm-hmm. yep. Yep, yep 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 still got it still just got it you just hop down that um that's I guess what I'm picturing in my mind something like that um excuse me there electron clouds <laughs> general nebula. But for you, Stephanie, is there anything that comes to mind that you think, I mean, we are in kind of well into our lives here, but looking back and looking forward with all the little knowledge and wisdom you currently have and opinions, sure. is there something you like? I think like people to, would like people, to be switched around. Yes, like this order? occurred to me today. So, and it kind of ties into what you said about like becoming a parent. Um, I was at a food truck today and I, I was just, you know, watching the clouds, like waiting for my turn, essentially watching the clouds, waiting, you know, watching the people. Um, there's this adorable like girl and, and her sister and her brother. They're just waiting for the, like the hot dogs to arrive. And the mom was getting increasingly impatient. She wasn't caring for the meal. So she was just waiting for them, waiting for them. And the sun was like, okay, it wasn't terribly hot, but she was just increasingly getting very heated by the moment. Um, and you know, by the time that the, the the kids got their hot dog and mac and cheese, she just kind of snapped at them like, let's go, you know, mm. and uh, I'm sure she's got like other things on her mind, but uh, it just, it just seems like she, it, she just came across as very close-minded to me in that, in that small brief encounter that I've had. Uh, and maybe she isn't, so maybe I'm misjudging, but it, it, it seemed like, you know, being a mother was like the, the main purpose of life for her, you know, for her at that moment, right? Like, uh, that there was no other current plane of existence other than just mother these children you know keep, keep keep them going and that's that's the only thing you have to do like she mm-hmm. i don't it didn't feel like oh i've got like um you know i've got this like pottery class you know i'm looking forward to you know growing or you know like um 
further further growth or you know any other kind of personal development other than raise these kids and then I can you know be on my own or you know whatever and I feel like that's the general perhaps American mentality is that too broad to say um where you know you just you just kind of like are stuck in this thing and that that's what defines you being a parent which yes I get there's a lot of change and you know your children should come first but also maybe I guess it's it's kind of that thing of careers versus maybe not just careers but like just your personal interest level I'm waffling on quite a bit aren't I but like surely you're allowed to have other interests other than just be you know insert noun here mother engineer you know you know like right um yes i don't want to i don't want to interrupt you but i also don't want to yeah yeah and yes again again this was just a small five minute window of this you know into this person's life so i could have it completely way off maybe she's got a billion things she's thinking about um i think it's fair to say that you weren't necessarily judging her and like letting that assigning that to her as a person it's yes. more of like it's just it struck something within you, a thought, yeah. an idea within you. That's how I'm interpreting yeah. this anecdote. It seems like the general consciousness within me is like yeah, it's, it's independent from that person. Narrowed down into one noun, and then that mm-hmm. that becomes their identity. And to me, that kind of bothers me a bit because I feel like I've always wanted to be a polymath, if I can be so grand to say that <laughs> so but, much you know, hesitancy like, there well i'm naturally a bit more humble a bit more humility but i do want to make sure that you know my other interests get a little say or it'll get hurt okay. or you know i i, I are, am able to you know what are your um, words do you have any right what are your yeah 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 polymath was the word i was going for you know like a, like a renaissance person like like you're able what to are, what are the subtopics I mean, like are you yeah oh so, like like i want to do art i want to do you know so you want to be an artist creative person you like, know scientist like you know whatever it takes to fulfill my brain levels but also you know my personal biological needs like if i want children sure i should go pursue them but i'm not just mother you know Uh, I guess I was asking for, do you already have a list of things you want to be seen as? Oh, uh, yeah. (laughs) You you don't have to share, but I just, just curious. There is a list of terms. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Um, yeah. I like languages. So be known a little bit for that. I like, you know, like the evolution of languages, you know, I like seeing how things are invented or created or, you know, thought processes behind them, thought processes behind like philosophical things. I'm starting to get slowly more into that in my old decrepit age, <laughs> starting to get a bit philosophical here. Um, but, and, and seeing how that kind of tied into how scientific thought was developed. I recently learned like alchemy, um, as hokey as we dismiss it now these days was just yet another process of like scientific thinking of you know like how, how they're like wondering how these elements are created now they don't have the you know wikipedia at their disposal so they're Those just trying to do their experiments at their own and you know so bold and brave yeah um, but i mean heck we what we're doing now in science a few hundred a few hundred years from now might seem also just in crazy just archaic and dangerous yeah, like, yeah. why would you even go about doing that that's totally off but you know that's what we that's we work with the tools that we have at the time and that's kind of what i want to do you know, like work with 
as many tools as I can, regardless of what discipline they're kind of categorized into. Um, yeah, the, the categories don't interest me, like the, the definitive lines that kind of mark oh, uh, chemistry between physics and math. Life. It's just kind of like my interest. Yeah, exactly. Like, am I interested in this? Um, maybe I do want to study Sidney Pollock and his like crazy paintings, but what's stopping me from that versus, you know, um, studying, uh, I don't know, like the, the, the electron clouds, like you mentioned, <laughs> you know, like, do they have to be two disparate things? Um, why, why can't they be synthesized in some kind of interesting fashion? Whether it's a dissertation, that's an academic paper, or just, you know, out of pure interest just going down those lovely wikipedia rabbit holes you know that's just my favorite thing to do in addition to knitting and crafting and making things so quite literally weaving together ah yes yes different yes so that that would be another another thing um weaving through life you know Mm -hmm. uh in in your in your like training um not quite metaphor but description perhaps yeah, that's my thought. I don't want to be my obituary. Good luck writing that. Because <laughs> it oh, can't I'm be just I'm one now. So, by the way, that was episode nine was friendship, not five. But we did record ah. it. We did record it kind of around this time-ish. Okay, um, okay. But, wow. Um, hearing you talk about the weaving thing... You know, weaving unless you cut the fabric, you know, to be which a continue- you can you can you can steak, which means that you sew the parts that you're preparing to cut, and they'll How be preserved. S T E E K. Oh, so if no, you want to like make a jacket, you can like knit, you know, accordingly in the circle and the round, as the technical term is. And then if you want to like cut through down the middle, um, where like your chest would be, for example. Um, you could stick the fabric, which is like put us put it through the sewing machine, have zigzag stitches kind of um, on the left and right of where the cut will be, and that will retain and make sure that the the yarn or whatever string you're using will not fall apart completely because the stitches are the one that are kind of anchoring it together. So when you cut it, it'll be okay. You don't have to panic about it all coming apart. So ha, I have stooped your metaphor. I'm my quote that I wanted to like put through, put out there <laughs> I'm is sorry I've ruined Do you it. want to steak through life or weave through life? <laughs> or you just keep going, you know, you just keep going until not to be dark, but the ball mm. of yarn ends and then, you know. You join another ball of yarn to it. What are you talking about? Keep, keep going, going until you Keeps want going. to. Is that reincarnation? Is that reincarnation mm. of weaving? It could be. It could be. You can make it a thick, a thicker piece of yarn, a thinner piece of yarn, a less spun version of yarn. Because I'm definitely um, coming back as a squirrel. Why a squirrel? I don't know why. I just feel like I resonate. Of all well with things. Them. I resonate so much with of, them. Of a squirrel. That's yeah, gonna I our, mean, that's gonna, could, our pre, that's gonna be our preview you, quote. You could go nuts. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, but sticking or weaving through life. You know, we've also talked about in a few of the episodes of, you know, our little running bit of like train of thought. 
multiple oh trains of thought of the train stations of thought yeah train stations that we would have i think i am i am more of a weaver i don't think i'm a i'm gonna i don't know if that's a word steaker more of a weaver. like you can okay i don't have these abrupt cuts i might yeah. change direction but i don't have c- discrete cuts that might stitch okay. together later on if yeah there is a change in direction. Maybe there are. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I complete everything all the way that I might start, and that might vary whether it's like a little fun art project or just like a direction of career path or something I'm trying to do or a hobby. But I feel like I'm, I am kind of more in a weaving way, kind of like bring things in and out of yeah, you know, whatever your current interests. Waxing and waning a little bit, but I don't really mm-hmm. feel I'm some. Because that is something I. I yeah, I've met people who do that. They they would be steakers. Hard they, stop. Hard stop. Shoop. Different direction. Whether they're mm. moving, job, relationship, their mm. pers- their mentality or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think I'd be patchwork. Like kind of patchwork, but then, you know, each chapter be the right word. I don't know. Um, but you know, like take on different things. You know, like one week I feel like this, one week I feel okay. like that, and then at the end of you know this current life, you'll have a beautiful mosaic of all the things I am and lovely, um, a big beautiful hot mess. It'll be very warm and you that blanket. <laughs> it's really massive. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, like here's my little weaving patch. Here's my little um you know i don't know a certain spelling bee <laughs> patch it was an absolute nerd about spelling words no matter how long they were difficult they were to pronounce <laughs> you know um here's my little audio file patch where i was just absolutely in the in the rabbit hole with exploring microphones for this podcast <laughs> um, yeah right you know right. you know it's just it's so many different facets that i think i, I struggle to even encapsulate them in in words and sentences um you know yeah and now, sorry and, and yeah another from, I'll just to transition to music honestly all right i think that's Great. a perfect ending note oh. <laughs> um <sighs> am i not and not that this is a sticking moment i'm saying now it's time for music because the music i have to suggest and i'm going first it's kind of related a little bit to this topic. Okay. Um, so this is not a steak moment. This is still a weaving moment. I feel like you're you're not getting the. I'm not. I'm ta- oh no, I'm taking it on my own. Oh okay, because you just confused me a bit. <laughs> the steaking is a sewing bit. You realize the steaking is the not cutting? the cut. I'm taking the, the cut's me, just I'm- the cut. It's just mm-hmm. called the cut. I'm but the steak is like the sewing around the border, preparing for that cut. My world is that steaking is the whole thing, <laughs> the whole act of the cutting and the stitching. Okay. That's steaking. Okay. All right. My, sorry, sorry, world. sorry, fellow knitters. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You can. We're yeah. all in the same boat. You and Don't I. We're in the same confused. This is on <laughs> completely. Okay. Stephanie okay. did her best to correct me, but I am too invested. 
in my little steak. I'm kind of call it a stook because it's not quite steak. It's just a little bit different. It's a stook. Are you a stooker? <laughs> you a stooker. That's pretty good. Um, for music today, I picked songs because this was, you know, my thought this week. One of my thoughts uh-huh. this week. Um, I picked some music that was kind of related to this topic um, from okay. two movies. Um, the first is the main theme song. Um, it's a nice piano song from the movie About Time. And it's just I love this the, movie. the theme from About Time is what it's called. And <laughs> it's by uh, Nick Laird. Cave. Okay. He's a high made last name. Um, it's a nice piano song. I think it's, uh, I like it because when you listen to it, even if you haven't seen the film, which I recommend, I don't know how much I want to give away about it. Mm. It starts off as a love thing, but then it becomes much more. Yeah. About about relationships. I think about, yeah, about different types of relationships. Yeah. Fair enough. Not just romantic, but like family and friends and all that. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think that's, I feel like when I listen to that song, that's what comes to mind is that you, it has these different moments in it that make you feel reminiscent, but also looking to the future and excitement about these different people and relationships you have throughout different chapters in your life. And that is kind of what happens in the movie a little bit with time being a big player in that and controlling time and not being able to control time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the second, it, is, it is quite literally, what about time? About time. The second thing I wanted to contribute is from the, just the whole album from the movie, the soundtrack album from the movie, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button by Alexandre Pla. We have, I know I have, I think you have 270 mentioned his music. Yeah, he did the times. last two Harry Potters. Yeah, we've definitely brought him up. Um, you know, that's a film where it's kind of talks a little bit about what we were, touches on what we're talking about today, um, but is in the sense of where the biological aspect of someone's life is is altered and reversed. So like the main character, uh, Benjamin Button, yeah, yes. he's born an old man and ages backwards, like mm-hmm. linearly so. Um, and so it's interesting to see how he has to he tried, you know, is trying to still match what everyone else is doing, um, mm-hmm. but it ends up sometimes being difficult because of his biological aging being different. Right. Um, lovely film. I love it so much, and I really love the music. Um, but yeah, those are my music suggestions for this episode. Those are great. Yes, Thank I'll be you. sure to give them a listen as well um, as I assemble together. Uh, my suggestions for this week are not quite related to that. Well, to be um, fair, you didn't know about it. I was listening to uh, BBC Radio 3. It's a, it's a great like classical music station. But in the evening time um, over in uh, the UK, in America, it, it's not quite evening time. It's like early evening, I guess. 
that that was not a great example but you know uh, there's a time difference um and so they usually play like sleepy music when i come back from work um oh. but i quite it's just not quite like you know maurice ravel or chopin you know um, it's just like some newer neo post-rock kind of stuff and i really enjoy that genre and so um i found six songs that i really uh kind of enjoy um suggested by the fellow people at bbc radio 3 um i've discovered this group called foria um p-h-o-r-i-a um and they're like a group in brighton and they create kind of very spacey kind of i, I describe it best as like ludovico ionaudi which i know michelle you and i are great fans of um with cigarettes and radiohead and a little bit of their own mix thrown in mm-hmm. and i um in particular the two songs that i've heard all right, nouveau nu, um, n o u v e a u n e, the two words, and I'll we'll put it on the Spotify and maybe even the YouTube link. Um, and current, um, and those are two songs. Um, and I thought it was there's some kind of very hopeful, warm message about them. It's kind of there's a certain dreamlike quality. You're just kind of floating through a very happy, warm, embracing dream. Um, it's very like optimistic, but also very ephemeral like it's you can't quite touch it you can't quite grab it or hug it but it's something that just kind of surrounds and envelops you and just gives you a nice lovely non-suffocating blankety feel um a and sound, a next, sound snuggle a sound snuggle indeed in in many senses of both words um the next suggestion is sacro bosco by anna von Hauswolf, and um this is rather a different flavor um to me it sounds like uh someone's been developing some science experiment in some kind of space station um whether or not that's in that space or like on a planet or some some other place that is not currently terrestrial on earth um and it's gone a bit unsupervised, but not in like the October, woo, you know, look at me. It's alive sense, but more like um, you can kind of feel and sense the pulsing nature of like a heartbeat or some kind of breath of, you know, breathing in and breathing out and something's pulsing alive unobserved. Um, so it's not like it's being written down like every single thing, but it's just it's just slowly coming into life and you're there with it. Um, or you, you at least get to hear the sounds of it growing in, and it's not in like in a horrible manner. It's in a very beautiful, wondrous way. So um, I, I kind of, and the name translates to like a sacred forest in Spanish, right? Sacro Bosco. So um, as, as you think about it, it's kind of like a magical forest coming into life. So I kind of like that image mm, imagery. It is cool. Um, next one is this collaboration between Ulrich Schnoss and Mark Peters. It's called Circular Time. And I made Michelle listen to like the, the beginning of it. And it kind of, this part pervades throughout most of the song. It's, it's all sounding like a bit of um, tech, technical technology music. Like IT you, how tech did you say consultation it? service or something. Yeah. So not a particular brand, not like you know any particular mobile company or anything. But I thought it was something specific. She's like, no, it's just generic you can just um, when you first start listening to it, you just, um, it feels like you're about to hear the voiceover like here at this company, we're all about like making meeting your needs and expectations, 
providing like solid customer service and but then it goes on for like three to five minutes or so i can't remember the exact time of it and it like modulates and changes it in every so mm-hmm. slight different ways again not in a negative sense in a very like optimistic sense but like you wouldn't have a commercial play this law no so you know something is up so then we thought it might be, I don't know if that's still a thing anymore, in hotel rooms, on the TV in the hotel room, it has like the home screen that just plays uh-huh, like, hey, yes. main menu, like front yes. desk, hotel information, nearby yes. restaurants. It's and general menus. like welcome music that's kind of like not quite hold yeah. music, but like it's just stasis. Yeah. Um, the next one is Somnia by Peter Gregson. And um, this is... It's more like cigarettes, like post-rock, kind of dark, intense a bit as you kind of drift off into that phase where your eyes become really, like your eyelids are already shut, but your eyes are a little heavy. They kind of roll back a little bit, but it's that really relaxing feel because you know you're on the cusp of falling asleep um, and you just you just need to get to the sleep parts before you can go sending off into like your dream or whatever you mm-hmm. feel like doing. Um, and insomnia is very much that that state it's in the name you know of going insomnia ties back into i think our last episode we talked about like opposite words like you usually just hear insomnia yes so hearing insomnia kind of stands out yes indeed so this this one sends you at least sends me to sleep (laughs) and then finally um we'll wrap up with a song by kelpie kelp with an e at the end um and sounds, the title sounds like the name of a the artist that an otter sea otter would go by if it wanted to be a musical artist and to not be called out for being an otter perhaps perhaps because the title is called don't forget to breathe and michelle and i had a had a debate about this uh the, after breathe there's an eh at the mm. end so i wonder if you know there's many ways we've interpreted it um, it could be breathe a like Canadian, you know, stereotypically. Don't forget to breathe it. All Canadians. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was don't forget to breathe. You know, like you know, like the exhalation. Yeah. And then I just realized, what if it's a little bit of uh, not quite palindrome, but like mirroring the last two letters of breathe. You know, breathe, um, breathe, 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 yeah, and then yeah, breathe, like an echo or some, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, there's many senses of taking this poetically if you should so decide. We could um, look but, it up, but we're just going <laughs> to go with fun our theories. Way. It's more fun to like come up with more theories because, you yeah. know, it's never definitive and you can just keep thinking about it while you think about while you listen to the song. And the song is, it's a very quiet, it honestly belongs in the quietitude uh, piano list. It, um, I'm sorry, the, the previous list. So this song has piano in it. I, mix two sentences together um and it's 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 quiet but it's meditative it's pensive um and it just kind of like helps you continue whatever dream you'd been sent off to from the previous song so you just kind of sail away into the ether um enjoying and don't forget to breathe but it it helps keep you in track and keeps you in a non-panicky mood just keep going just keep going to that next little patch of weaving or patchwork or a little bit of your life. Just next week, next week, next week until until we meet again. Hey. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>